At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. All right, Lombardi Line on a Thursday. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey as we open up week 11 with the Patriots and Falcons. Michael, first off, hi, Michael. How are you? And we've got six and a half sevens. Uh, Some of those sharps coming in on the seven to bust it back down to six and a half. What's going on, man? I'm great. Thank you, Patrick. How are you? I'm Welcome doing great. to week 11 in the sea. Yeah. It's the last time I saw you, we were concluding week tw- week 10, and here we go. We start week 11. It's awesome. How things? Everything things, good? Things, things are good. And Andrews, Chris Andrews from behind the book said the public's all over. You see it with your percentages there, 73 to 75% of the bets coming in on the Patriots right now. So he opened at New England mm-hmm. 6 up to six and a half, and then up to seven, and then he said he started to see this, the, the, some of the better betters here come in and step in on the underdog, so down to six and a half. Be curious to f- see where this lands, Michael, by the time it closes. You know, if you do power rankings, and especially if Cordell Patterson doesn't play, yeah. you know, the seven may not scare you. You know, the seven may not scare you because Atlanta defensively and offensively, their numbers are not good. But it's Thursday night football, and, we've, and you know, we've seen this too many times before where, uh, you know, the, the, the team that looks on paper to be able to dominate doesn't. So short week, the home team, all those things, you know, Matt Ryan. And this is going to be, to me, I think this will determine the line. Where is Patterson? Does he play or doesn't? The ankle, you know, he didn't play in the second half. 
Arthur Smith said that the reason he didn't play is because they knew they were out of the game and they were resting him, but then he didn't practice a lot. If you read the Atlanta papers this morning, it indicates he's not. I think that's really going to be the telltale sign on where this line's going to move to. GTD, Michael Lombardi, game time decision for Corderell Patterson. I'm glad you brought it up because yeah. that is just massive. Also, Hayden Hurst is out, so you may not think anything because of Pitts, but they, the Falcons, second most passes with a two tight end set this year in that formation. So he is he is a valuable player to that offense, Hurst. Uh, and they're beat up. I mean, let's face it, the Falcons are beat up. And, you know, the last and, – and it's and it's hard for them. You know, when they play good offensively, you know, when they were getting things going against New Orleans, they threw for 332 yards. Remember in that game they ran 25 times for 34 yards. They're stubborn, but they'll keep running. The week before against Carolina when they weren't healthy, they threw for a buck 31. And then against Atlanta, they threw for 325. They're very inconsistent on their passing game in terms of all these things lining up. If you can pressure him and force him off the spot and take away his number one receiver, that being Matt Ryan, you've got a really good chance. And then defensively, look, this is one of the worst defenses in football. They're 31st in, in on third down. They're 28th in red zone defense. They're not good in those areas. And you could take advantage of them. And the thing I think with the Patriots – knowing Coach Belichick and knowing how he wants to build this game plan out is it's all about the first quarter. We got to get the lead. We got to play from in front. We got to take them out of their element, much like the Cowboys did. I'm not saying they're going to win 43 to three, but make them play from in behind. Force them to a drop back pass game where he has to expose that offensive line and has to and Ryan has to throw the ball 40, 45, 50 times. That's a good little nugget. Matt, can you check out the first quarter number? We've got the first half at three and a half with the Patriots laying it. Of course, Michael, the Patriots six and four straight up, six and four ATS. Atlanta four and five, four and five ATS. So these are two teams coming in off different vibes, right? The Pats coming in off the blowout of the Browns. Falcons coming in almost similar scores, 45 seven, then 43 to three. They got blown out by the Cowboys. Different vibes coming into this one. In Atlanta. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, and look, Atlanta's just a beat up team right now. And without Cordell Patterson, who's on a one year contract, and, you know, Coach Belichick was effusive with his praise for him this week, which the kid deserves. It wasn't, I don't think it was Belichick just trying to pump up the opponent. I mean, you watch this tape, this kid makes it all go for him. I mean, he beats the Saints single handedly. You know, he lines up on the outside as an ex-receiver and catches a deep pass and gets him in field goal range, and they win that game. You know, and he's able to do things against Miami in the game they won. He was able to dominate the Jet game. The games that they win, Patterson's been really their, their best runner by far. He averages, you know, he averages, uh, you, you know, uh, 3.9 yards per rush. I mean, Mike Davis hasn't been very good. Neither has Gallman. So, you know, and then he's got 39 catches on the team. You know, just slightly below Kyle Pitts, who has 40, and he averages 12 yards a catch. So this is a guy that's doing a lot of things for their football team. And it's a team. It's a Patriot team, conversely, that is just building four straight. Michael, you've called it. You've kind of seen this coming. First six games, they were scoring about 20 points per. Last four, they're scoring 34. I mean, this is just a team that's trending. And, and by the way, yeah. they're going to get Damian Harris back tonight. They get Damian back uh, to go along with Ramon Stevenson. And then, really, the big guy that they got back last week was the big man, Trent Brown, at right tackle. He's been sensa- he was sensational. His double-team blocks, his ability to move people off the ball, and their, their whole temperament on offense really changed since they've stabilized this offensive line. And I think you'll see it against a, a very small Atlanta front. 
and they've got to rely on quickness. I have a feeling tonight the crowd's going to be filled with a bunch of Patriot fans too, Patrick. I, I don't think it's going to be a Falcon <laughs> home field advantage. I think this is going to be a lot of Patriot fans. They come out. The Patriot fans come from everywhere. And, you know, Atlanta, I do radio every Wednesday in Atlanta, and they're celebrating the Braves. They're celebrating Georgia. Uh, they're kind of indifferent to the Falcon team. I think those there'll be a lot of either empty seats or a lot of Patriot fans here in the stadium. And to your point, when I was in L.A., the inordinate amount of 30 to 35-year-olds that were Patriot fans living in Los Angeles will do the math. 20 years of dominance. Yeah. You know, they were 10, 12 years old when they found out about the dominance. They picked up on that team. And there are just Patriot fans I mean, this has just been so sustained. Everywhere. Everywhere. And Atlanta is very transient, as you just mentioned. Can we just take a step back and talk about Thursday? I mean, this is – it's a joke that these teams have to turn around and play this Thursday. Like, it, right? Is it is there – because we're going to see this coming up. A couple teams, obviously six teams coming up Thanksgiving. For example, um, Sunday – the Raiders host the Bengals here, and then they turn around and go to Dallas on Thursday, Thanksgiving. I mean, it is just that's a quick turnaround these Thursday nights. Quick turnaround. That makes the Cincinnati game with the Raiders so, so damn important. Vital. I mean, so vital. you know, you got to get ready to go play Dallas, and Dallas, you know, they they are they have a tough game. They're in Kansas City to come back and then play Thursday. You know, but look, I I. I I think this is where you have to have depth, Patrick. You got to have depth. You got to rotate your players through. It's about plays, not games. And you've got to be able to utilize some of your depth and, and allow them to kind of play a little bit and feel like you can take some of the burden off of your main players because if you can't put too many plays on them, and that's when injuries start to occur. The Pats are laying a half a point to Michael's point about the first quarter in the first quarter. The way you were talking about that, it may go there. Uh, Belichick called uh, Kyle Pitts a superstar. It's pretty good for a kid that's nine, yeah. ten weeks in. And, I mean, he is. He's, you know, 40 receptions, 606. He's averaging over 15 yards per, uh, which is incredible. And a right. few weeks back, he had that game 7-163 against Miami. He's just a guy that's, that's continuing to grow. Well, you know, he's been targeted 64 times this season with 40 catches. That's a pretty good ratio, only 24 missed targets. And he's averaging 15.2 yards a catch. He only has one touchdown, but he's making a ton of big plays. Here's the, here's the difference, though. Without Hayden Hurst, right, if they go with Lee Smith, a former Patriot draft pick, on the field in their 12 personnel, Belichick will line up nickel against it, and he'll just make sure he'll treat Pitts like a receiver, right? When Hurst is on there, you can't really treat him that way. You've got to play some kind. You have to be balanced. With Smith, you're not worried about him in the passing game. You're not worried about him at all in the passing game. So you can play a big nickel against him and hold up in the run and take, take Pitts out of the game. And that makes it a little easier for them to defend them. I always like to remind, as you just said, that uh, VEASAN viewers, how Michael likes to start his capping, coach on coach, assistants on assistants, coordinators, obviously, and then quarterback, quarterback. Well, you just mentioned one with a coach. One we've heard of, Bill, and the other one, Mutton Chops. This is seemingly, with, <laughs> you're with your boy, Art, this is seemingly a mismatch at the uh, head coaching position. And specifically on a short week, Belichick used to turn in teams around yeah. like this. Well, but I, I think, you know, Arthur Smith does know from Tennessee he's played against New England. Remember, the last time we saw Tom yeah, Brady true. play in Foxborough, it was against the Titans, and Arthur Smith was the offensive coordinator, and, you know, and he understands how to attack them. Ryan Tannehill made some great third-down red zone plays in that game that really uh, beat the Patriots and, and end the Brady era. It was 14-7 it was to 7 or, you know, and then Brady throws the interception, which cost him the game, which ended the game, but... 
uh, you know, I think they'll be prepared. The other side of the ball, Dean Peace, a New, a New Englanders longtime assistant. Then he went to Tennessee, so he's familiar with how to play the Patriots. Actually, the year he was out of football, Patrick, he was he was giving out clinics. And in those clinics, he was advertising how to play the Patriots and how to play the Ravens because he worked for both teams. So he's very familiar with Josh McDaniels, and they're very familiar with him. They know what Dean wants to do. They know Dean's adjustments to his adjustments. They know his checks. He knows what they're going to do. So it's kind of a very familiar game, which makes it a lot easier to get ready on a Thursday night. May I ask you just as far as conceptually, so the total's 47. Let's take a step back. They, I just said that over the last four, the Patriots are scoring 34 per, and they're not playing a great defense tonight. However, short week, can we expect a run-heavy offense by the Patriots getting back Harris and, of course, Stevenson with the breakout? Well, they got to run the ball. I mean, they can't. You know, one thing I know about Coach Belichick on the road, he's not going to – he doesn't want to get this into a 40-pass game and turn the ball over. He's going to want to have his balance, run the football, control the line, and use his strength, which is his, which is his offensive line – against a, a Atlanta defensive line that has one really good player in Grady Jarrett. they got to block him. That's going to be the assignment. They're going to really focus on him tonight. You know, make sure Fowler doesn't beat him around the edge, but really handle Jarrett inside and play with power and go against these little linebackers and push them back. Make them body punch, body punch, body punch. This is going to be like a boxing match for them. And one thing about this game, you know, I think in Coach – Belichick will talk about it. This game's not going to end in the first quarter. You're going to have to play four quarters to win it. And it's all about building the volume and wearing them down. You know, when you just said Grady Jarrett, it made me think of Tack McKinley. You can't miss on those picks, right? Those first rounders, because he yep. ain't there anymore nope. in Atlanta. And that's always going to put you behind the eight ball. I, when we come back, yep. I, I want to ask you about you. Great call on Kansas City and Dallas. But I want to talk to you about the Raiders, because the Raiders are in a spot they've been in the last two years. Fruitful at the beginning, and then they fall apart. Let's get into that next here. On the Lombardi line, presented by BetMGM, it's Beeston, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. 
In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, the Lombardi Line, of course, brought to you by BetMGM, and they've got you covered as far as this season. I mean, I love the interface, so I always tell you that as far as using it's so important using apps when you're in-game betting. So you can go to the King of Sportsbooks right now, betmgm.com, or download the BetMGM app. And if you're in town here in Vegas, bring your state-issued ID to an MGM property and you're going to go within minutes and be ready to bet. 21 years or older, please gamble responsibly. If you do have a problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. So you know what's cool, Michael, is I was just looking yeah. at the uh, at the schedule. So, of course, we're going to be oh, here. I thought you were going to tell me uh, uh, Carl Johnson is cool. The man's taken off. I mean, have you seen what's going on down in Biloxi, Mississippi, what's he doing? Patrick? The man's got his own podcast. The man, the man's t- he has become the <laughs> he has become a media sensation. People can't get enough of Carl Johnson, and I don't blame him. I can't get enough of Carl Johnson. He, who I think there should be like a hidden camera at his Thanksgiving Day table, like so we can discuss. Yeah, Carl Johnson is a legend. What's the podcast called? I don't know. It's got to, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I was waiting it. to see with Ber- if Berman and him are going to do it. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I mean, I'm sure they can go in a lot of different subjects. Oh, they're do- he's, he's doing it with Berman? star in this meeting. Well, I would think he would. I mean, they're partners, you know, him and it's Smokey the Bandit right there. 
Uh, the well, I look forward to that. Uh, the union, no doubt. Um, I didn't mean to. I didn't no. mean to derail your. No, train no, of that's thought. okay. We can continue on. No, back please, here. whenever you want. The uh, what I was excited about is next. So we're going to be here next Thursday for Thanksgiving and Friday, of course. So you know, we'll start at nine a.m. my time, noon your time. Noon 30 is the kickoff of Bears-Lions, so we'll have a nice little preview for betters going into the early turkey. I mean, it's the worst matchup of all time, oh. Bears-Lions, by the way. It's oh, disgusting. Oh, i got to figure out how to get – I'll be here in my office. i got to get that on the TV here in my office. I'll be able, I, I'll, I'll be able to get that Maybe done. you could yeah, bring, like, an iPad yeah. if you have an iPad or a computer. a little play-by-play. Yeah. Then so we'll yeah, go in game. Play by play for you. So we'll have some in game betting. Yeah. So we'll have a nice little preview of the uh, Bears Lions tilt, which right now is the Chicago laying three and a half. And then we'll get, team we're going to talk about here: Raiders Cowboys middle, and then Bills Saints late. That's not those two aren't terrible to close out Turkey Day, right? Those two matchups. Oh, they're great. I mean, look, you know, I mean, Bill Saints will be a fun game. I mean, look, I, I think the Saint defense is really good. I think they're getting disrespected here in Philadelphia. Now, you know, in Philly, they're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't, um, of course. and you also know Jalen Hurts is 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 the a mega star, um, underrated according to ESPN's Dominique Foxworth, who is entitled to his opinion, but one of the most underrated quarterbacks in all of football. Okay, we got that on the table, and the Eagles are back, baby. We're back defensively. So, you know, don't even worry about the Saints this week, which I think the Saints are an un- – I mean, Sean Payton came out today and said, look, Trevor Simeon's played pretty well. If you watch the tape, he has played pretty well. It's not perfect, but Drew Brees was far from perfect last year too, and might I remind everybody. But he moved the ball against Tennessee. They got really railroaded by that officiating crew in Tennessee last year. And it wasn't Scott Novak last week. It was my man Jermaine Booger. So uh, – for me, I, I think the Saints can move the football. I think the Saints will move the ball against Jonathan Gannon's zone defense. I like this coaching matchup a lot. I like Sean Payton, Dennis Allen versus Nick Sirianni and, and uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. And I know everybody's talking about, all oh, the Eagles are running the ball 40 times. They're running Oklahoma's offense. Let's stop with this. They don't have a passing game. It's all Chuck plays. Stop. It's, no, they don't have a, it's Oklahoma's offense. Nothing wrong with it, but that's what it is. And you go against a good coordinator like Dennis Allen, who understands what they're doing, watch it. I'd like to officially welcome Dominique to the Terror Dome. You are officially in the crosshairs, Mr. Foxworth. You could talk about well, I mean, He said it. I mean, I'm just repeating it. <laughs> I, I don't know, agree I'm with just... it, but he's entitled to his opinion. It's America. He is. He's certainly allowed to have it. I don't know where it comes from. I watched the tape, too. But, you know, look, we all have difference of opinions. That's what makes it so great. So this is for your buddy Brian Rogers, the Raiders. He's a big Raider fan, and Raider yeah. fans growing by the day here in Vegas. So here's my question. So again, they're going to host Cincinnati right now. It's kind of a it's a pick 'em since he opened a point, but I'm seeing maybe a couple books still laying a point with Cincy and some pick 'ems here in Las Vegas. So let's talk about the Raiders because this is interesting. They go into the bye five and two, Michael, yeah. first place in the AFC West. They come out of the bye two straight losses: the Giants and of course the Chiefs. So they're five and four. This should resemble what we've seen and should bring a red flag in 2020 six and three start two and five close finish eight and eight in 2019 the year before six and four start finish seven and nine what i'm saying is we've seen this trend for the past two seasons with the raiders what's different this year if anything well it started earlier in week four i mean they are they are basically two and four over the last six weeks they're not a good team you know they lose that home game to chicago now, I know that was the Gruden game and everything fell apart. They beat Philadelphia handily. But, again, they, you can beat Philly with a good quarterback. 
right? A good a good quarterback and, and a good offensive game plan. Yeah, they beat Denver on the road in Denver. They, they you know they were able to, to throw the football effectively. They threw for 340. I think the biggest difference over this is they've turned the ball over way too much. Turned it over three times against the Giants. Turned it over two times against the Chiefs. And they can't really create turnovers. They really can't. They've had, they basically have had, during the course of the season, they've, had 11, they've created 11 turnovers on defense. And they go games without creating it. I mean, they're fortunate to win the overtime game against Miami. Miami had a chance to win that game. They're fortunate to win the game against Baltimore. Let's be honest here, Patrick. Mm-hmm. I mean, this team is really fortunate. I mean, you know, they're, 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 they're five and four, but you could make a strong argument that, that those two games, those two overtime wins, if they go the other way, we're talking about maybe a team that's not very good. So I think Basachi's got his work cut out. But a lot of it starts with Carr, right? Carr's got to play better. Carr's got to be able to throw the ball effectively, make plays, not turn it over, and then their defense has got to play to a level that, you know, we feel like they can do. They gave up 516 yards last week, you know, 422 in the passing game. They gave 309 to Denver. Now, Denver was out of the game, right? But they still haven't been able to, to shut a team down. They haven't been able to shut a team down with their defense, and I think it's going to be problematic for them. I think turnovers – their inability to really play great defense, especially in the red zone, their red zone offense, their red zone defense have been a disaster. 26th in the National Football League in red zone offense, 31st in red zone defense. There lies your answer. And, and the answer to the Raiders season is going to be told over the next two games. So the Bengals is a tough one to be hosting them and turn around, go to thanks, on Thanksgiving to Dallas. If somehow they were to pull these off, that would be just a huge boost for a team that's lost two straight. Yeah, but I don't know. Can they? I mean, and you know, the other thing that they're not great in either, Patrick, is they're not. You know, for a guy, that, for a team that's being led by uh, uh, the by a special teams coach, they're not very good in the kicking game, which is shocking, right? You would think they would gain an advantage in the kicking game, and they really don't. Yeah. I mean, they don't ever gain that advantage. I mean, they're one of the they're one of the teams in the kicking game that they just don't. I think they're oh they're in DVOA, which I think is a fair analysis of how to measure the kicking game. They're twenty sixth. And they're 29th, which I think is a really important category when you look at DVOA, is hidden points. Like where where the teams come up with the hidden point category, right? You know, and so I think that's really important. And and they're and they're in a bad area. Whereas New England, New England, number one in the league in hidden points. Dallas, number two. That's New Orleans five. That's really important. And. Is this tragedy that's obviously fallen upon this team without Henry Ruggs, but that does play into what they can do because you don't have the deep threat. You've got Jacobs, who averaged 2.3 against the Chiefs, and really Darren Waller, which could those some of those routes could have been cleared by Ruggs, is he, he becomes your deep threat in a way. Yeah, he does. I mean, Deshaun's going to have to play better. I mean, and I think the other issue is their offensive line, right? I mean, you know, they were counting on 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 the, this offensive line taking a giant step up. Incognito was supposed to be the left guard. They've got to play John Simpson, a draft pick in 2020, a fourth-round pick. He hasn't played well, right? You know, they played Parker at right tackle because Leatherwood couldn't play right tackle. They kicked Leatherwood into guard. He's had issues. And so when Carr starts to get hit – it becomes a problem for him, and he starts to check the ball down more than he should, and he doesn't hold it. And the fact that Jacobs, to me, looks like – would you give Jacobs a second contract? No, 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 no. There's a he, question for Brian That is Rogers. Leonard Fournette. Would you give Jacobs a <laughs> – 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, like to me, they're just there's no tread on the tires, or there won't be much tread left on the tires. So I think you got to kind of be careful there. And then defensively, I just never bought. I mean, I don't care what Pro Football Focus says about Casey Hayward. This secondary to me is you can throw the ball all day long on them. I, you know, I mean, Casey Hayward's the second best corner in football. Come on, please stop. I should have mentioned. You know, it's funny. Yeah. Pro Football Focus says they do things by analytics. Somebody's actually grading that tape. Somebody's grading that tape. The unknown. It's the Wizard of Oz. Somebody behind the curtains grading that tape. Like, who is the person? What's his credentials? What was the outlet? I'm sorry. Pro Football Focus. Okay. The, co- the, the, the gospel. The gospel of football. We must quote it. We must quote it. It's the gospel. You know, Pro Football Focus says that Mac Jones wasn't going to be a good player. You have to take Trey Lance, the third pick in the draft. Did I mention that to you before? I wish you would have said the name of the, of the outlet on one knee, genuflect. Yeah, pro football focus. That's what they tell. That's what they say. You gotta, you gotta acknowledge it. It's the gospel. We quote it all. I mean, everybody, our shows quoted. Pro football focus says this. <laughs> Who is behind the curtain, PFF? We shall find out. Behind the curtain, it? it's right like here? the Wizard of Oz. It's the Wizard of Oz. Vinny is going to come up from behind the curtain next here, Lombardi Line. to the Lombardi line on VSIN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Black Friday right around the corner is here at VSIN. Black Friday offers. So this is pretty cool. So you get everything we offer as far as the NFL package through the Super Bowl for 99 bucks, which honestly just the plays are worth the 99 bucks. But then we give you 20 bucks in credit at the VSIN store. I just saw Paro's walking around with the sweet VSIN shirt. You can get the shirt and get Brent's Obviously, his logo there, cash and tickets, is what it's all about. And just pick up a hat. 20 bucks when you sign up. vcin.com slash subscribe. Hurry. It's a limited offer. It's vcin.com slash subscribe. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. It is the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the vcin studios here at the South Point. From behind the book, legend Vinny Maliulo joins us. And, Michael, I asked him about the college football committee's rankings and he simply read the top four, and he said, no. So let's get into this. <laughs> top seven teams all won this past weekend, so the rankings remain unchanged from a week ago. Top seven, Georgia, Bama, Oregon, Ohio State, Cincinnati five, Michigan six, and Michigan State seven. Your response, Benny, as we say hi, was no. No. I, I, I agree with Georgia and Alabama. By the way, hello, fellas. Hello. Good to be with you guys. Hello. Um, hello, Benny. And what's your slogan? Oh, there are, listen, there are polls and then there are prices. So let me just say that. I love that. I, I, again, without, you know, with all due respect, there's a couple of things here. You know, Georgia and Alabama, we, we can agree on because, and these are, when, when I talk about rankings, uh, I'm talking about our power ratings. So, there, you know, there are rankings, we've got power ratings. The reality is that Oregon would be a dog Obviously against those two, but Oregon would also be a, a, a dog against uh, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, uh, Michigan, Notre Dame. Now, to be slight dogs, even Oklahoma. So, I mean, there's a group of teams. Right now, I think, you, you know, you, you also pay attention to, and again, the committee, they're going to give us the, here's the final four. We'll make the prices on it. Um, it'll be There'll be a lot of business on these. Is do teams matter 
for business? The greatest example recently, I would say, is the answer is yes. And the greatest example recently, the World Series. Did the World Series do a, a good handle? Yes. Would the handle have been better or stronger uh, with the Dodgers and the Red Sox? Yeah. That the, the reality is yes. So there's a, there's an element of name brand recognition, particularly by the public, and then professional betters respond to what the public is uh, oftentimes doing too. So um, there's a long way to go, really, uh, with these uh, with these uh, uh, the rankings. Uh, and again, our ratings will continue to uh, to adjust, uh, but not as not as significantly as. Uh, some of these uh, uh, the rankings based on one game and and how the games have been played out. So uh, I've got Oregon. Uh, I do not have Oregon uh, in the uh, in the top four in the playoffs right now. He's got. Where would you put Oregon, Vinny? I'd put him at about number eight, eight to ten. Yeah, because you got Oklahoma so State as what, a dog. What would the line be? What would the line be if Oregon played Ohio State again? Ohio State is still is still going to be a favorite, and you know what? Right now, I've got them on a neutral field. The way Ohio State is playing right now, I'd have them about at least yeah. eight. You might even see double digits. Yeah, I was going to say you might get to you 10. might get ten. <laughs> you might get you know, to ten on the pure power rating. I, yeah, I mean it's it's probably closer to ten. I, I I'll say this: I'm going to make a prediction. If Ohio State covers this weekend, what are they? Nineteen points against Michigan State. Yep. they'll They're, jump Oregon. Oh, in in the in the uh, the pollsters' eyes. Yeah. yeah, they should because the pollsters yeah. pay attention to style points, right? And uh, so, no doubt, no doubt, yeah. it's all about that. And they and they have to pay attention to lines yeah. because what is style points if you're not paying attention to lines? Well, right? I don't know if I don't know if they if pay the lines, attention to lines. Yeah. They should have a, one of us. Uh, well, it doesn't have to be do. me. Somebody's got to get on that committee, though. <laughs> Did you bring your oh, resume? I think there's no doubt they should have somebody like you on that committee. Well. I, there's there's several folks. When's the last time you, you could, could teach you dusted, him a thing or two about power? Yeah, you rankings. could. When's the last time you actually cleaned up your resume? What you don't trying to tell me something? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, trying, not, so I'm trying to pass this audition just, over here. I've heard Every some rumors. I keep coming I've in heard, here. I've heard. No, but you but Michael and your point is, I I agree with Michael. I think these teams know what the point spread is because style oh, point, definitely style do. points. Once you get past that ATS number, start to add up. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about it. Dino Babers yeah, was the greatest last year. You know. Remember, remember, yeah. was it last year or the year before? So two, two years ago, Babers, <laughs> Babers Syracuse. Yeah, it's not their fault. <laughs> no, yeah. So I love that. So you know what's confounding about Oregon, Michael, is they have the second best win, maybe the best win. They got the best win in college football this year on the road at the Shoe, and they've got the worst loss in college football at at Stanford. I mean, there's just no other way around. On it. the road at Stanford, right? Yeah. No, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. You know, so, and I know there's I mean, so, that just just unexplainable, and that and that and that shouldn't have happened. I mean. That game, they have a seven-point lead, and they're driving for a score. It was really malpractice that cost them that game. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, does Manny Diaz keep his job at Miami with a new AD if they hire him? And everybody in college football thinks, believes, suspects, however you want to do it, that Cristobal wants to go back to Miami. That's his home. That's home base. So this is all going to be so interesting to see how it works out. You know, I think, and I'll get your thoughts on this, Michael. Fickle's done a great job. He's got Cincinnati sitting ten and zero at five on the outside looking into that Final Four. But the AD that hired him at Cincinnati is at USC. So questions yeah. about potentially Fickle to USC. He doesn't feel like a California guy, but that's just you know the ads. They, that's how they roll. They roll with guys that they're comfortable with. Right. You know, but I, I, it's funny when you say that. That it made I, I, in researching my book. 
uh, at Chuck Knoll's press conference, they, they said to Chuck, they said uh, about, you know, can you win in Pittsburgh? And Chuck said, well, geography doesn't matter about winning. And it reminded me, we spent so much time talking about fit and the coach, you know, like at the University of Washington as an opening. And everybody's going to tell the AD, Jennifer Cohen, who to hire. And it has to be the right fit for Washington. Yet the most successful coach in the history of the University of Washington was Don James, who never spent a moment in the state of Washington. He grew up in Maslin, Ohio. He went to the University of Miami in Florida. He never coached. He was a Kent State head coach. He got the Kent State head coaching job, and then he took that job to become the – so great coaches, it's never about geography. And yet we always get caught up with it. Right? Yeah, you know, it doesn't seem like that's a good fit. If you're a great coach, you're a great coach no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well put. Uh, I'm thinking in Washington, by the way, because Lake is out, you and I called that. There was no way that dude was keeping his job. Yeah. And by the way, apparently behind the Should scenes, he was a pain in the ass as well. But he not only hit him in the face. Remember, I, I didn't realize, Michael, when the kid turned around, he pushed him pretty hard with two hands. I mean, you got to yeah, go, no, bro. No, I did. No, I they, saw it live. I saw it live. I, I saw it live. I thought it was. Why not you know, just go get I, I Peterson? It was, beg Peterson to come back and run that program. Bring him back? Oh, yeah. he's on the committee. I think he's going to be on the committee. To me, how about Brian Arson? From, uh, why not bring him back? He was from Boise State. He went down to Baylor. He went down to Auburn for a year. Seems like a logical guy. I mean, if I were them, I'd hire Dave Clawson from Wake Forest. If you want a John James clone, there it is right there. Don James. Good callback. That's the one I remember growing up. Michigan oh, yeah. and Washington used to have some big matchups in college football back in the day. Good times. Um, with Keith Jackson doing the color, mm-hmm. with Keith Jackson doing the play-by-play, was there anything better than that Not, on a Saturday afternoon? No. You're right. He I was mean, there. I got to get my man Sports 70, Sports 70 to focus that one out. He had a great picture the, uh, today of Bart Starr taking the snap to, uh, on the field in Lambeau with the Cowboys in the ice bowl. What people don't realize about that snap in the ice bowl was that was third down. If Star doesn't get in the end zone, they're not going to have a fourth down play to run. Imagine what talk radio would have done to Lombardi if that would have happened. We imagine what Pro Football <laughs> yeah, Focus right. would have graded Lombardi as a coach after that. Oh my God! You were booking bets during the Ice Bowl, right, Ben? Oh yeah, I was definitely <laughs> uh, middle school. Yeah, you had to pay. You know, you had to, listen, Benson Hurst. You had to, you had to pay for lunch some way, right? I mean, come on. I I asked you, uh... <laughs> Vinny, were you a white milk or a chocolate milk guy when no. a Catholic school? Where were you getting white or chocolate? Huh? No, definitely chocolate. We didn't have a lot of chocolate. We, they, they, don't, they wouldn't let us have too, too much chocolate. They didn't, you know, the nuns were just you drink your milk. I told you guys the great story, uh, right? In, I want to hear it. 1969, the first uh, true. I guess it may, may be the first true event uh, that I booked was the 69 World Series because the nuns went to an officiate outside of, of Baltimore. So they were Orioles fans. So I bet the nuns a month, you know, worth of, of, of milk money, like, you know, free, uh, you know, and, and, and I was like, it would have happened if you lose. I'll stay, I'll, I'll stay for detention for a month, you know, and on Fridays, <laughs> d- d- detention Fridays were brutal in Catholic school because you had to clean the blackboards. You had to wash them, and you had to clap out the erasers. You know, you went home, and your mother freaked out because you oh. looked like, you know, the, the Pillsbury Doughboy. You're like, what, what happened to you? Yeah. So, you know, after the first game, I was, you know, they were talking trash. The Orioles won the first game. They, they crushed right. my four. Mr. Malulo looks like it's going to be a long autumn for you, young man. I said, well, you know, man, I mean, they're, they're taunting me. I mean, the nuns are taunting me. What could I do? I had one response. Just, do you want to press? 
Needless to say, <laughs> so, needless so, to say. So just to be clear, you started your book. You started booking with yeah. nuns in baseball. Yeah, yeah. That's Sixty-nine your, your, World your, Series. Your I was betting before that, but I, you know, taking action, and then you know, naturally, <laughs> Vinnie Maiulo, little Vinnie Maiulo, drank a lot of milk in the autumn of 1969. But I still got detention for gambling on campus. Free milk. Believe it. Free milk. I think the book title is Chocolate Milk and Nuns. When we come back, we'll get into Thursday Night Football here with Vinny Maliulo from Behind the Book here at South Point's Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSIN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with the lock of the year. It's tonight in New England, Atlanta. Either team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks paid for in free bets if you're a new better at BetMGM. All you have to do, $10 money line wager, 200 bucks. Patriots or Falcons, either team scores a touchdown. Bonus code VSIN, VSIN 200. Visit BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. It's great. It's a great deal. They keep on running this. Keep on giving you free cash over at BetMGM. 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher, of course, joined on Thursdays, as always, here on the Lombardi line by the troublemaker, Vinny Maliulo, <laughs> who was just telling me, Michael, a funny story. He still attends Mass here in town, and uh, I guess it was like a guest priest was in. We did have a uh, we had a guest uh, priest in last year. He was originally from Philadelphia, but he uh, he resides in a parish in in Denver. So he he gave his sermon and he uh, gave a sermon on perspective. Mm-hmm. So after mass, he was walking. I said, "Father, nice to see you." You know, he's greeting everybody on the way out and <laughs> said, "I enjoyed your your sermon." I said, um, what, "What's your perspective on the Eagles Giants game today?" Because I go early before, you know, you yeah. hit the 8 o'clock mass. He said, that's what you got out of my sermon? I said, well, yeah, you know, you're talking about I said, I applied it to my job. He said, what's your job? I said, well, I'm, I'm a bookie. He says, oh, well, in that case, I'll, I'll take the five with Philly. <laughs> he's going to take the five. Thank even, you, Father. Even Father. Even Thank you, Father. The, he's betting as oh, well. Michael knows. Listen, it, it, every fundraiser. Michael went to Catholic school. Well, they, and Michael will, will attest to this. This is not, you know, I don't make these. These are true. Every fundraiser, Michael, what was it? Oh, yeah. Bingo. Oh, my God. Raffles. Vegas Gambling. nights. Of course. I mean. Scratch-offs. Right? Pokino. Okay. That's Pokino. Exactly. Pokino. Come on. <laughs> we had every, every, fund, every fundraiser. The, the bookstore, my, my high school bookstore, you went there to get your books, and you went there to, book, to get booked. I mean, it was. It was a racket. Oh, it, was, uh, it, was, it was the math that I understood. I understand. Well, that uh, won't get you in trouble anymore. Thank you. Thursday Night Football. I jokingly asked you, is going to be a big handle tonight? And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, New England, Atlanta. Let's just get into this, uh, mm-hmm. the opener, and uh, what you expect out of this one. Six on Monday. Uh, Patriots six on the road. Six and a half. Laid six and a half. Went to seven. And uh, that was an immediate take by, uh, by uh, more experienced professional betters there. They took the seven. We're sitting at six and a half now and 47 which is exactly where the total opened. Uh, Patriots, $3 on the money line, both a reflection of uh, a little bit of play, but also uh, a reflection of the number going up. It opened at uh, two, uh, 280. So, but this, this is, again, again, it's a Thursday night game, right, guys? So 
regardless of the fact, you know, you say, well, it's the value. Does it, is it really that attractive? It, it, it doesn't matter because it also sets up the week. And it's going to set up the week for teasers, as it typically does here. Uh, especially, uh, you know, pros will look to take as many points with the, uh, with the home team when it gets back to seven. But, you know, the public will tease uh, the Patriots down. So standalone game, it's the NFL. It'll do, uh, it'll do a, a very good handle. And we've seen the yeah. I don't think there's no doubt, and it and it's so unpredictable. Thursday games are unpredictable Mm -hmm. because on paper they look to go one way, and you know. But Atlanta, I I think this injury report and game day activations is going to be critical for anybody who wants to partake in this game because if Cordell Patterson doesn't play and Hayden Hurst is out. The, the options for Matt Ryan are going to be somewhat limited, and they might put together a first drive or two. But once Belichick gets an idea of how they want to attack and how they want to play mm-hmm. like he did against Cleveland, then he starts to adjust his defense accordingly. And then once they figure out what Dean Peace wants to do with his limitations defensively, then I think you'll see that, you know, that, that then Josh McDaniels and the offensive staff will, will adjust their, their offensive game plan. To it, and and Atlanta is just you know with Grady Jarrett, he's a really good player. But other than that, and then their secondary, you know, I I think there's no doubt AJ Terrell's played better, but they just don't have enough real talent on defense, and this is why they're ranked so lowly. We've seen the last five Thursday nights cash to the under, yet we've mm-hmm. tipped up, we've ticked up about a half a point here at the South Point. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's just not, people love to bet the overs because they love to root for points, you know, so, uh, you, but you, you got a game here where the home team, the home teams on Thursday particularly do particularly well, Michael, and I guess that's a byproduct too of just the way the schedule plays out. Yeah. It's a lot easier for the home team on a short week than it is uh, yeah, well, uh, for the visitors, it, it, right? It really is, Vinny. I mean, with, what I don't think the fans understand is, is you know, you have to be in the city the night before the game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what, what gives the home team such an advantage is they get all day Wednesday mm-hmm. to really prepare. So they get a full day. You know, the Patriots probably, you know, they, they, they got on their buses at 4 o'clock or 3 o'clock on Wednesday afternoon after their practice, and they got to fly back down, get set up. There's so much time you lose on a week where there's not a lot of time. And it does favor the home team tremendously, you know, and it has really nothing to do with, well, you played away last week, you played home. So, well, the home team, if you play home, you can go on the road Thursday. That's insignificant because, you know, nobody's working after a game. They came in early Monday morning and they started. Now, fortunately, both these teams know each other fairly well, even though they don't play each other quite a bit. The coaching staffs are familiar. But that, that little bit of extra time does affect you. See, and this is an example, too, of where, let's say, professional bettors, right? They don't, it's not that they're paying it. They're not betting on the Falcons taking seven because they, they're Falcon fans, right? I mean, it's a matter of just, right. they bet numbers. I mean, it's a and number. again, seven, a, t- a full touchdown and an extra point at home on a Thursday night on a short week, even though the Patriots are playing terrific, right? Their last four games. I mean, probably, you know, the team that, that's playing the best that nobody's really talking about right now, but, uh, uh, you know, again, this is strictly uh, when it's seven, it's a play on the number in, in this case. 
And I think we're going to see, you, you correct me, I think we'll see seven again before the game, but then it'll be hit back down to six and a half. Probably. That, that number has just jumped on outside of three, second most important number as far as key yeah. numbers. We're just uh, behind, when I was behind the counters uh, talking to the supervisors, uh, you, you know, the guys were looking and saying, yeah, they're, they're, they're laying it. Because again, if you're, if, if the fact that we've already gone to seven once, you're just going to wait for it again. You've got all day to wait, right? To That's see. Right. So there's no sense in rushing for it if you're interested. And Vinny, let me ask in, you this. In the Falcons. Vinny, if, if Patterson's declared out, this line will move to seven, won't it? Don't you think? Oh, no question. I mean, yeah. right now he'll probably he, get back there, especially if they announce I mean, that he's not, you know, he's inactive for this one, yeah. Yeah, that's what I think too. The and you're gonna have a lot of teaser liability with the Patriots carrying over. They'll tease uh, the Patriots, yeah. Typically, uh, you know what we've seen on Thursday night is you know public will tease the uh, the, uh, the favorite down and uh, you know down to even. Uh, and in this case, a half point. And, uh, you know, if pros get involved with this one, they'll wait for that seven again, and they'll, they'll, they'll take 14. A lot of points to lay on the road, Michael. That's all I'm saying. This is uh, – I don't know yeah. which way I'm going. Yeah, No, it is. It's a lot of points to lay on the road. I think it's too many points. I, I, I mean, if we learned anything from last week, right, what looks mm-hmm. obvious is never obvious in this. And I think Vinny's so right when he says that the pros just bet the number. If it gets to seven, you have to take the Falcons. I mean, it's just too many points. Home team – you know, a team coming off of a, getting blown out, their pride's hurt. I know they're wounded, but still they're a professional football team with a professional quarterback who could throw the ball. I think that Michael brings up an important point, too. As professionals, too, this is a national TV. There's a whole different mindset, isn't there, Michael, with, when, when you know that you're yep, the national no TV game? This is every all eyeballs here. This is not part of the uh, the Sunday uh, ticket, right? This is this is prime time. And, and again, people are fighting for their jobs, both uh, you know, whether they're wearing the pads or they're, uh, they're on the sideline as coaches. And, and you, I love to see the Falcons in the spot they're in, Michael, co- coming off a blowout as a dog at home. I mean, it's just a perfect set- setup for them. I mean, the numbers are wonderful as far as dogs that get blown up by 20 or more. They return home and they're a dog. But I'm just saying this is going to be a motivated team. Vinny just brought it up. Prime time. You know that conversation is had in the locker room. Like, we're the only team on. This is our time. Oh, yeah. You know? Yep, and, and Matt Ryan doesn't want to look bad. I mean, you know, Matt Ryan doesn't want to look bad. Now he's going to have a new offensive guard in there because Josh Andrews went on the COVID list. So uh, the third-round pick, Jalen Mayfield, is going to have to play at left guard. But, you know, they have – I mean, Matt Ryan's still a, a serviceable quarterback. This isn't Big Ben. You know, Big Ben, when you watch Ben, it's over with, right? We kind of know that. Everybody sees it. Maybe Ben doesn't, but it's kind of it's limited, right? Ryan could still make some plays, and you know, yes, they don't have uh, Ridley. Yes, they don't have made. It might not have Patterson, and you know, they're missing some guys. They still have some decent receivers on the team. Zagaris is a kid. I mean, that kid from Virginia, he t- makes a ton of plays. Sharp. They've got guys. Russell K. They've got guys that have been around. So uh, it, this will be a challenging game. And seven, I think, is too high of a number. I think the the other aspect that really, uh, and it was talked about just a bit last week, the, the Dan Quinn factor last week had a lot to do with, I think, what, mm-hmm. what, what we saw, right? I mean, who was more familiar with uh, with the Falcons than him? So, uh, I mean, he put in a great uh, defensive game plan. And, of course, the Cowboys rebounded, too, from a real disappointing week the, uh, previously. 20 seconds left. Any other sins you'd like to admit to? Before no, we... Father, that's enough. I think I covered him. My mother's still, uh, you know, <laughs> having flashbacks uh, about that. Vinny, clip-on tie or a regular tie? Vinny, I got to know this. Clip-on tie or regular tie? Oh, no, 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 no. You got to go with the Windsor. You tie your own tie. You can't. No clip-ons.
Yeah, I loved it. Can't Absolutely. Do it. Can't I know do it. it. Love it. Windsor not, though. That's Windsor, right. half Windsor? No, full. I like the full. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.